Here's a little fun fact. New Mexico is not another country. It is actually part of the United States. Welcome to Mouthful. I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Mouthful is a podcast about food, culture, and the makers of the world. Mouthful is sponsored by CCF Documentation. Let CCF develop your e-learning or instructional video training. From training assessment to course creation and LMS administration, CCF is your one-stop training resource. Check them out at ccfdocumentation.com. On this episode of Mouthful, I'm going to tell you about my trip to Taos, New Mexico. I just returned last week, and I have to say it was one of the best vacations I've been on in a long time. It doesn't top the time I went to Tobago and married my husband. My husband's not from Tobago. We eloped. That's another story for another podcast. I go to New Mexico a lot, and just not Taos, but I'll go to Santa Fe or I'll go to Madrid or... I will go to Las Vegas. There are so many places in New Mexico that I absolutely adore going to. I always think of New Mexico as a hidden gem that is about a six-hour drive from my front door. My husband and I started going to New Mexico about 15 years ago. It was a spur-of-the-moment trip. My husband's like, where should we go? And I said, well, I think Santa Fe sounds good. We should go to Santa Fe. So we were off and running. Over the years, we have developed ways of upgrading our stay. When we first went there, not knowing how awesome New Mexico is, we stayed at a Best Western. Now, there's nothing wrong with a Best Western, but it wasn't what we really were looking for. Over the years, we now stay in VRBOs. And if you haven't stayed in a VRBO, which is vacation rental by owner, you really need to look into it. Usually same price as a hotel, and you get these awesome locations in the middle of nowhere or in town with awesome views. So next time you're traveling, step outside of your comfort zone and actually look for a VRBO. Most people think of New Mexico as a desert state that is just all desert and there's nothing out there except for rattlesnakes and cactus. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not true. There is a beautiful part of New Mexico that has mountains and it has trees and forest and it's absolutely beautiful there. They do rafting trips there. You can ski there, outdoor sports. New Mexico is equivalent to Colorado where they do a lot of outdoor things. In a later episode on Mouthful, I hope to tell you more about New Mexico, but on this episode, I'd really like to focus on Taos and all the discoveries I found there. I had been to Taos several times before, but it was usually an overnight stay or I was with people who like to play it safe. This time I was with my awesome husband who really, really likes to explore. And he really supports the fact that I will sit there and go, hey, do you see that? Can we stop there? Yes, let's stop there. Don't ask about the sand dunes trip. That's another story for another time. This trip, we got to do a lot of exploring. I want to just disclose the main reason we went down there is that Sting was giving a concert. Now, we're not huge Sting fans like we have Sting posters all over the place, 
But we are Sting fans. This would this was my fourth time seeing him, and my husband had seen him before. One of the reasons we went is because the tickets were eighty dollars, as opposed to the four hundred to six hundred dollars to see him in Vegas. So when they announced that Sting was coming to Taos, I looked, batted my baby blues at my husband, and said, "I'd really like to go see this." And he said, "For eighty dollars, we can go see him." So off we bought the tickets and off we went. And he was in a small park there, which is the Kit Carson Park. I had previously been to Taos for the Taos Wool Festival. This festival is for people who are fiber artists, are fiber geeks, are fiber nerds, who love to knit, who love to crochet, who love to weave, who love everything you can imagine about wool and or alpaca, because there are alpacas there. This is the place to be, and it usually happens the first weekend in October. At this wool festival I went to, I've got to share an experience with you. On the last day of the festival, I found myself sitting under a tree with a group of people singing Scottish folk songs with Norman Kennedy. Now, Norman Kennedy is one of the most unique characters you will ever meet. His skills are listed as weaver, singer, and storyteller. And a lot of times he does all three. He will sing, he will card, which is separate the wool. He will weave, he will, I think those are the, he does, he cards and he weaves. And then he'll start telling stories. And next thing you know, you're sitting there and you're singing with them. And I was in the middle of Taos under the trees with my friends singing with this Scottish storyteller weaver person one of the skills i mentioned is that he is a weaver he has designed fabric for most of the major fashion houses i can't do this man justice in one podcast so look up norman kennedy and while you're at it take a look at the taos wool festival which is coming up in october so on friday we head out And somebody who shall remain nameless thought we were leaving on the 31st and forgot to get our VRBO for the 30th. So off to Raton we went. One of the things I love, I love ran down, decrepit little hotels, motels that you find find along the roadside. I like them clean, but I also like the really bizarre ones. Are the ones that look like little cottages? Those are awesome. You have to stop at those, right? So we ended up staying at the Roadway Inn and Suites. Not the one we all love and adore, but I think this was independently owned. On a scale of 1 to 10, it was a My Name is Earl. To tell you a little bit about this place, they had just got new furniture. They took the old furniture, threw it in the swimming pool, and then covered it in cement. Yeah, that's the place that we stayed. Also, in the hotel room, we each got a pillow, and there was only one, count them, one towel to share between the both of us. It was very clean. It was very nice. The owner was nice. The people that were there were very nice. One of the favorite things, other than the pool that was filled with cement and old furniture, it came with a free breakfast. The breakfast consisted of two containers in the office in the front, The two containers contained Raisin Bran and Cheerios. And ta-da, there is your continental breakfast. The first night we were in Raton, we ate at a place called K-Bob Steakhouse. 
I didn't have the heart to tell my husband that this was not the first time I had been to a K-Bob's. I had been to a K-Bob's on a previous trip to Oklahoma, and that was years and years ago. So I didn't know if it changed. But a place like K-Bob's, you think, you know, they're consistent, and if they've been around, they're not changing a thing. K-Bob's Steakhouse claim to fame is they don't have a salad bar. They have a salad wagon. How awesome is that salad wagon? You walk in, and it's there, and it's got everything salad, and it's got salad wafers, which we usually call clubhouse crackers, but they call them salad wafers. The food is good, inexpensive. The service was good. My, I had a steak. It was good. I had mushrooms on the steak. It was good. My husband had a chicken fried steak that he said that was the best he has had outside of Texas. So there's that about K-Bob's. So I would highly suggest that if you're traveling across the country and you have a chance to eat at K-Bob's, I think they're just all the same. And I would suggest going to K-Bob's just to have a nice meal, just a nice standard meal. That's K-Bob's Steakhouse. The next morning, we took our time getting out of town. When we got to Taos, we ate at a place called Michael's Kitchen. Now, Michael's Kitchen has been there forever, from what I understand. It's on the outskirts of town. As you come into town, it's right there. You can't miss it. The line goes down the block, and it's been a staple of Taos since I can remember. You'll see a common thread here in a minute, but it also has this amazing bakery, and that's what they're basically known for is their bakery. The first time I had went there, I wasn't too impressed with their food because I was like, eh, you know, but Art had never been there. So it was a staple and it is historic. So let's go there. So we stopped, stood in line and had breakfast. Okay, well, I'll tell you the truth. It was one o'clock in the afternoon, but we're not so much morning people. So one o'clock is breakfast. I had the blue corn pinion pancakes. I ate every bite. They were outstanding. Art had a hamburger, and it was eh. So if you go to Michael's Kitchen, order something unusual. That's usually what they're known for. Don't order like, oh, I'm going to play it safe and get a hamburger. Go outside of your comfort zone and get the Blue Atoli Pinion Pancakes because they were really, really good. And then the next day, Art ran back and bought donuts from their bakery, which were awesome. They're not voodoo, but they were awesome. So that's Michael's Kitchen in Taos. After dinner, we stopped at Vortex Yarns because I had to pick up yarn because evidently I don't have enough yarn. I really do have enough yarn. I just needed a certain color. I'm in the process of making knitted knockers right now for an upcoming event that I'm participating in. They have found that women really respond to the knockers made out of the Broncos colors, which are blue and orange. So I brought blue, but didn't have orange, so I had to go pick up orange. If you're not familiar with Knitted Knockers, download the podcast called Knitted Knockers, and it'll explain the organization and what they do and how you can get involved. So about that time, it was time for us to go to the VRBO. So we decided we kind of wanted to stay in that night, and we were going to make pizza. Little did we know that the house had an Essie stove, and I don't know if I am pronouncing it right, but it's E-S-S-E. This is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. It looks like a wood-burning stove at first glance, but it's not. There are no burners. 
there are two ovens. The top oven is to do all of your stovetop cooking in. So if you wanted to make pasta or if you wanted to make rice, you put the pot in the oven and let it boil in there. There are two hot plates on the top of the stove, and this is where you set your pot. And depending on the location of the hot plate, where you set your pot is how you conduct the heat to the pot. So if you want low heat, you set it here. If you want high heat, you set it there. So it's really interesting. We never got brave enough to try it because it looks small and we just were like, we're scared because it was all these, because there were all of these warnings, don't touch this, don't do that, don't do that. So that night we had sandwiches. It was safer that way. If you have a chance, do a little research on the stove. The name of the stove is E-S-S-E, and I assume that it's pronounced Essie. So now we're to Sunday. It was the Sunday before the concert, and it's also the Sunday before Labor Day. So towns are pretty hopping. There's a lot of people there. I, we didn't go to the plaza because we knew there'd be a lot of people there. So we headed out to Arroyo Seco. We had heard good things about a restaurant there, called Sabrasso. So we thought, well, the menu looks good, so let's head out and we'll go there for dinner, have a nice little fancy dinner, just the two of us, and this will make a pleasant evening. Well, we get to said restaurant, and we get there about 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock. I have no idea what time it was, and it had rained that day. Plays into the story. So we get there early thinking, you know, if... if they were busy, at least they wouldn't be busy when we were there because we were there early enough. So we get there and we are asked if we have a reservation. And we said, no, we're sorry. We didn't know we needed a reservation. And they say to us, well, you can only sit on the patio. Okay, but it has rained. Are we going to be sitting at, at wet tables? Oh, no, we'll clean them off. In the meanwhile, we're looking around and like every table in the place is empty just absolutely empty. So we ask, can we have one of those tables? No, 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 they're reserved. You've got to go sit at this table. They literally sit us at a marble bistro table that had been rained on underneath a water spout. And when we asked if we could have a normal table, we were told no because they were all reserved. We still don't buy this one because the meal got more and more interesting. There were wait staff and there were servers. This plays into the story. So we order something to drink. We order our appetizer, meanwhile, kind of balancing everything. The wait staff comes up to us and she serves us our drink and she takes our order and she's like, oh, we're really busy. We're really, really busy. And so we start thinking to ourselves, are you now? Are you really that busy? She disappears. Meanwhile, we don't have any, no, no, nothing on our table except for the drinks. So it took forever to get our meal. And the meal was excellent. That's what was kind of the rub. Meal was absolutely amazing. Service blew out loud. Keep telling us, oh, we're busy. Look how busy we are. No, you're not that busy. And why am I being punished for not having a reservation? This is my first time here. I thought it was in the restaurants that most... Restaurants will set aside a couple of tables for walk-in. And 
were there that many reservations? Because seriously, when we left, there still weren't people there. So I really, I'm torn on whether or not to suggest this restaurant. Because like I said, the food was absolutely amazing. But the service and the way we were treated was absolutely horrendous. So I'll let you make the call. The name of the restaurant is Sobrasso in Arroyo Seco. So now something, something, something. And we are Monday, which is concert day, which we are so excited because that's one of the reasons we went down to Taos. We had no idea that this was the first big concert that they've ever held in Taos. We just thought, oh, it's old hat. The reason we think that is because in, in Taos, they have a community radio station called K-Taos. And its full name is the K-Taos Solar Center. The thing that makes K-Taos fun is that it has a bar and a restaurant in it. It also has this beautiful backyard that you can just go out, hang out, have a burger, watch the sunset, watch the sun, well, you can't watch the sunrise, but watch the sunset. And they actually have an outdoor amphitheater there. So they do perform concerts there. And they also have an indoor concert venue. I suggest you go there just to check this out. And before you go, see what they're going on that night. I've been to concerts there. They have a flea market there. They have a paint and sip there. And this is all going on while surrounded by radio stations. So you can see people working the radio station while you're sitting there drinking and having a good time. I've seen people there such as Michael Fronte and Dawes, so I just assumed Taos was known for their concert venues. But this was seriously the first big concert they've had. And there were about 8,000 tickets sold for Kit Carson Park. People who attended weren't just from Taos, but there were people from the other cities and towns around Taos. So it was sold out within minutes. I didn't meet anybody else from Denver. I don't know if a lot of people knew that he was in Taos. He had just came from Aspen. So I assume the people from Colorado who wanted to see him headed to Aspen to see him. My husband, the adventurer, dun, 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 we're looking for parking. And he says, well, I don't want to park there. And I don't want you to walk far because right now I have a torn meniscus. And I can't walk very far, but that hasn't held me down. I have been to five, six concerts since I tore my my meniscus. So he's like, well, here, let's just go down this road and see what happens. So down this road, we find a parking lot that there's absolutely nobody in, and they're charging like 20 bucks for it. So we say, hey, let's go there. We, we'll pay $20 for parking. And we ask the owner of the parking lot, how do we get into the park and how do we get into the stage area he says see that gate right there walk through that gate we're like okay and then what he goes well turn left at the cemetery and the gate you go into the stadiums right there we're like okay so we're following people on this little path to go into the stadium this route and they're walking ahead of us because once again torn meniscus can't walk very fast and all of a sudden, this, they turn around, this big group comes at us and says, no, you don't want to go that way. There's like 2,000 people and you'll never get in. Don't go that way. You're going to follow us. We know which way we're going. My husband, the adventurer, says, no, thank you. We're going to go the way that we were told to go. So they leave. We continue on. <laughs> well, we turned and went to the gate that they had went to and had been turned away. 
And the lady says to us, well, they wouldn't let me finish explaining to them. All you have to do is go to the gate right there, show that gentleman your tickets, and he'll let you in. Really? Okay. He goes, she's like, they wouldn't let me finish. (laughs) They got so upset because I wouldn't let them in this gate. So we walk to this gate. We seriously are the only people at this gate. And we walk up to him and he says, can I see your tickets? I said, sure, here they are. He goes, oh, I don't, I don't check you in. I just need you to, I just need to make sure you weren't in the wrong area. I'm like, okay. He goes, but you can go into that gate. There were two gates open that had nobody going through them. And I'm like, okay, my husband has the best karma in the world because all these other people are yelling and screaming and they can't get into the concert. And we went to the concert and we did everything we were supposed to. There were no laws broken. We just parked in a different place, went to a gate that was open, walked in. There was a place that was open, put down our blanket, had a great time. The lady behind me, not so much. She didn't have a good time. She sat there and bitched and moaned and how dare people and I want to see this concert and I didn't know I had to bring binoculars why did I have to bring binoculars that's no fair that sucks and she keeps going on and on and she will not shut up and so Art and I are just kind of sitting there because we're used to outdoor concerts once again we didn't know this was the first big outdoor concert that Taos has, has hosted And she's bitching about the price of the tickets and she's bitching about everybody around her. And all of a sudden she turns to her husband in the middle of her bitching and she goes, and now somebody has a skunk in here. We die laughing. We are from Colorado. We're not, it's not a skunk. People were smoking pot. It was a concert. But I just want to let you know for people who smoke pot, do not light up in New Mexico. It is decriminalized. It's still illegal. So if you light up, there are cops in every outdoor event I have ever went to, and they will arrest you. So do not, do not light up in New Mexico. And by the way, Sting was awesome. The name of the tour was My Song. So he did all of his songs the way he wanted to. If you're a police fan, this is a tour that you would should see because he does a lot of deep cuts off of police albums and they are so good and it was so awesome and the warm-up band was the fabulous negrito and if you haven't seen him i suggest you see him he's a two-time grammy award-winning blues artist so if you have any chance to see either one of them i suggest going so after the concert we went home enjoyed the most beautiful starlit night you've ever seen Once again, this is because we rented a VRBO that was in the middle of nowhere. It was on a mountainside with nobody behind you, front of you, side of you, whatever view. And we were in the middle of nowhere. It was peaceful. There were hummingbirds. There were stars. It was amazing. So once again, I can't say enough about the VRBO. This is Mouthful, and I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Thank you for listening. Look for the links to all of the places that I've talked about in the description of the show on the podcast. And now for more stuff about Taos. The next day we decided to head out to the Taos Pueblo. The Taos Pueblo is an ancient Pueblo belonging to the Taos-speaking Native American tribe of Puebloan people. 
It lies about one mile north of Taos. The Pueblos are considered to be one of the oldest continuously inhabited communities in the United States. And there's art. There's lots of art there. It's a lot of Indian art. And you go to the reservation and you have to pay. And there are certain rules you have to abide by. A lot of these people do not like their picture taken. You cannot take pictures inside the church. You can't take pictures of ceremonies. It's usually a good form to ask the person if you can take their picture. So if you do go to the Taos Pueblo, that's just a few of the things you need to know. But before we went to the Taos Pueblo, we stopped at a little restaurant called the Farmhouse Cafe. They pride themselves in fresh local farm ingredients, so basically farm-to-table ingredients. The thing I like about it is they have a bakery. See, I told you bakery was going to play into these stories. And if you know me, I love cookies because I think cookies are the perfect food, and I really like chocolate. And if you put the two together, I'm yours for life. So we eat breakfast, which was very good. We just had eggs and bacon, so it was very standard, very good, very fresh. But before we left, I had asked my husband, I need a cookie, and I'm going to the bakery. He says, get whatever you want. So what I get is I get two chocolate chip cookies, two almond cookies dipped in chocolate, two peanut butter chocolate crispy bars, and chocolate-covered pretzels. We leave the restaurant and go to another store where he bought me these amazing earrings, and I can't remember the name of the place, but if you go to the Farmhouse Cafe, it's right next door. When we get back to the car, I hand him the baked goods, and I say to him, we should go back to the house. Well, he gets fussy, and he's like, why should we go back to the house, and blah, 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 blah. It'll be fine in the trunk, and he throws the bakery stuff in the trunk. I said, okay, are you sure? No, 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 it'll, it'll be okay, and puts it in the trunk. I'm his wife, so I trust him. So off to the Pueblo we go. And we stayed there for a couple of hours. Then we went to Española. And then we stopped at a casino. And then when we were in Española, we stopped at the Española Fiber Arts Center for more yarn. Now, if you haven't been to this place, you really should go. This place has all the local yarns that are made on the local pueblos because they're trying to keep fiber arts alive in the communities. This place is amazing. That you, I just can't even tell you the kind of stuff they have there. When you're in that area, I would suggest going there, especially if you're a yarn nut like I am. The name of the place is Española Valley Fiber Arts Center. And I'd like to add the yarn is fairly inexpensive, and it's absolutely beautiful, and it's local. And so it makes it really unique. On our way back, we stopped at the Taos Brewery. Art wanted wood-fired pizza. So this is the place we found. So we walk in. They ask us if we're here for dinner, and we say, yes, we are. So they walk us past the dining area and seat us in the bar at a table that had absolutely nothing on it, and there was nobody around. And I might add, in the, in the dining area, there was no one in the dining area. So we sit there for about five to ten minutes, and a guy comes running by, and he has two glasses of water, and he sets them down and says, I'll be right with you, and runs off. And everybody at this restaurant or bar is complaining that they're busy. And once again, we're looking around going, are you really? Are you really that busy? So after another 10 minutes of sitting there, 
with no one acknowledging the fact that we were there. At least we had something to drink. We had water to drink. We finally just got up and left. And they act, acted surprised, like, well, where are you going? Really? We've been waiting 20 minutes and there's nobody in the bar. Um, we're going to go ahead and leave. So I'm not from, I'm not sure if bad service comes with Taos because it's such a unique town and people are really laid back. Or it was just bad service on the two places we've been to. Well, well now, because we left, we're really glad we did. We went to a place called Taos Outback Pizza. Now, this place is a kickback to the 60s. I am not kidding you. People there with dreadlocks and everything is kumbaya. And it's in the back of this parking lot behind this building. Some of the most amazing pizza we've ever had. It's called the Taos Outback Pizza. Just trust me, look for it, go there. Service was good, food was good, and order the small pizza because the pizza there is just insane and it's huge. And you think you're hungry, but then it comes out and you're like, oh, I don't think I'm going to finish that. And I would highly suggest going to Taos Outback Pizza. Awesome service, great food, and yes, they have a bakery, and yes, I bought a chocolate chip cookie that did not go into the trunk. So we get back to the VRBO and we unpack the chocolate. Needless to say, it was a hot melted mess. My darling adorable looks at me and says, why didn't you tell me there was chocolate in there? And I said, I told you there was chocolate in there. Evidently you're new here. You don't know that your wife loves chocolate and she will buy chocolate whenever it is available, especially if it's a unique chocolate in a new place. So we start fussing at each other. Fuss, 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 fuss. Why didn't you tell me? What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Like, just put it in the refrigerator and we'll get it later. And by the way, don't put chocolate in the refrigerator if you can avoid it. But in this situation, it was 100 and some odd degrees, so we had to put it in the refrigerator at a cool temperature to get it not to melt. Part of the story is, is that he was standing next to me at the counter when I bought the chocolate chip cookies, the cookies dipped in chocolate, and the peanut butter chocolate crispy bars. So I don't know why the fight ensued, and I don't know why the chocolate had to travel in the trunk. But needless to say, we did salvage it. We got it in the refrigerator. Oh, and don't forget the chocolate-covered pretzels. We got them in the refrigerator. They're kind of a chocolate glump right now, but, you know, chocolate's chocolate. On our way out of town, we stopped at a place called Gooties. I believe that's how it's, we say it. We're not sure how we say it or how they say it. It is spelled G-U-T-I-Z. This place is a Latin French breakfast and lunch place. Oh my goodness, this place was amazing. I had a thing called a croque madame. It's basically a croque monsieur, but it has an egg on it. Oh, I, I, I dream of this thing now. This thing was so amazing that I can't say enough good stuff about this place. It is called Gutiz, G-U-T-I-Z. And I would also like to add that they also have a bakery and they also sell chocolates that the owner of the restaurant makes. So being the good foodie that I am, 
I buy a box of chocolates and I buy a chocolate pecan bar of some sort, which I still haven't eaten, so I don't know what it tastes like. As we're walking out to the car, I hand them to my husband and tell him, could you put these in the trunk for me? To which I was told, oh, you're funny. To which I reply, no, I'm adorable. So what did I learn from this trip? Don't put chocolate in the trunk and then go to a Pueblo in New Mexico. Buy as much chocolate as you can get. Yarn is awesome. And Colorado skunks will follow you to a concert. If you need any more information about anything that I mentioned in this podcast, I will put a link to these places and these people in the description of the podcast. I would suggest that you go to these websites and really explore some of them and get to know Taos, New Mexico. If you've learned one thing from listening to this, it is always to explore, 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 explore. Don't be afraid to stop at the strange little place along the side of the road. You'll never know what you're going to find or what kind of food you're going to get or what kind of chocolate you're going to get. And like I always like to tell my husband, we're adults. We can do anything we want. Mouthful is brought to you by CCF Documentation. Are you looking to get your new employees trained quicker and with better consistency? Is your technical documentation a mess? Then CCF Documentation is the place for you. Specializing in aligning your technical documentation and employee training, CCF is at the forefront of providing effective and measurable training outcomes, customized to your company culture at a price that will fit your budget. Whether you are looking to create a company-wide e-learning training program or you want to create training content for your customers, CCF Documentation has a solution you need. Contact CCF at ccfdocumentation.com. Speaking of weird, the Wine Yogi has a new podcast up about weird wines under $25. Who doesn't like a weird wine, especially, I don't know, with fish, right? So look for her podcast about weird wines. That's the Wine Yogi on the ladieschitchatclub.com. If you would like to be on Mouthful, please feel free to contact me at mouthfulthepodcast at gmail.com or look for me on social media. I'm on all social media platforms. You can look for Mouthful the Podcast or you can look for me, Lori Lynn Barker. I will also be posting pictures from this trip so you can see some of the places that we went. I didn't even talk to you about Orlando's. Orlando's is a local place that is known for their new Mexican food and their frozen avocado pie. I will definitely put pictures up there. And that's Orlando's. So if you're in Taos, go to Orlando's or just ask people and they'll tell you to go Orlando's. So look for the pictures of the trip. Look for me. Follow me. Like me. Like us. That's the Ladies Chit Chat Club on all the social media platforms. With Mouthful, I'm Lori Lynn Barker, and as always, stay fresh, cheese bags.